Hey, every, wait, we're going to do the intro or no? Yeah, we're doing the intro. We're waiting on you. No, I'm talking about for the the vignette to start us off. Nah, man, we waiting on you, man. We're going straight dolo, man. We don't want to hear Nip sing no more. So. Oh, okay. We don't want to hear him sing no more. Well, you gonna come back. What's his name going to be in the comments talking about nipple up here singing like Alicia? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Gladiator Cycle Podcast. It's your boy, Slim. Feeling good, feeling great, ready to get into these topics. How are you gentlemen doing? Man, I'm good. I'm good out here, man. I got my uh, Dadalorian shirt that I got from, uh, I forgot, it's, I think it's called ID Products or whatever. So shout out to them, hooking a brother up with that. And uh, I, I figure eventually I got to get on my t-shirt game because Nip be coming in here killing the game with his t-shirts, man. So I got to represent. Know who's the master? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You see yeah. You see Show enough. <laughs> you see Oh, and I got to shout my man. Now we got the, uh, I don't know if we can see these shits on the joint. Moose Mo shade joint, the, the, the shorts. Okay. Okay. You know, really, you know what I mean? My bad. I didn't mean to have my tally knack all in the camera and shit. <laughs> yes, it, it's fine, man. Oh, they about to go you in. You got the shorts, t-shirt, Moose, M-O-U. C H E Moushe, you know what I mean? Philly product and shit. But you know, if you okay. outside of Philly, we can still get it to you. Cool, cool. Yeah, let me know. Text text me, uh, text me the link for that. I'll put it in the description, man. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely, I mean. There you go. Support local business. But um, let's get right into it with our top threes, one of our recurrent segments here. And today's top three is the top three hip hop trios. So I'll go ahead and kick it off for number three. I had Migos. Um, you know, I think they really definitely solidified their spot in the game. They've been pretty consistent as far as being in the spotlight and having releases and, you know, being heavily featured over the past almost decade, I guess. I don't know. At least five years, six years at that. So, um, yeah, I think they have a strong showing and they could possibly move up higher depending on how the rest of their career goes because they're all fairly young. But yeah, for number three, I had Migos. Okay, I mean, um, shit. I mean, you know, I'm an Amigos fan, but I, I respect the work and what they put out there because they they almost made my list. Being completely honest, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I couldn't do this without making my number three the locks, man. That's the only thing that knocked the Amigos out for me. Just lyrically, I know who I like listening to, so I put mm-hmm. the locks as my number three um, trio. So the locks is number I, three. Yeah, rap yeah, trio? number three. Yeah, yeah, rap trio. Uh, okay, let's see what we're going with this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Nippers? Your number three. Uh, I didn't I didn't have an order. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna get a lady some love. I'm gonna go salt and pepper. Okay. Ooh. I'm gonna go salt yeah. and pepper. I'm gonna get a lady some love. They were close to making my list, man. I just I, I, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I I don't think they got no classic albums though, man. Oh hell no! <laughs> oh, hell no! They don't get a classic album. Yeah, definitely iconic, but I don't think there's there's classics there. But then again, I haven't listened to the album, so I can't say for sure. Hey, I might absolutely. You know, somebody it, gonna you know? be in there like you guys don't know hip hop because Salt and Pepper had 1983's uh, "Bring Back the Salt" and they would lie, man, man, out of here, get out of here, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to number two. And number two for me was the locks. I had them on as my number two uh, hip-hop trio, especially after seeing them, you know, on Versus, Molly Watt, Dipset, get them up out of here. Um, I think they had a good showing. I'm a big Jadakiss fan. 
uh, a big Styles fan. I need to really go back and listen to uh, Shigaluch's projects. I haven't really given him a fair shake, but the other two I'm, I'm big fans of, and I like when they get together and have um Hey, look, Nip, we're not going to disrespect Shigaluch, bro. I'll about to say she got the best. <laughs> she got the best locks verse on Benjamins. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I'm about to say you. You, <laughs> yes. you paused a minute. They're like, I'm about to say. All right. We're going to do, do this early. Okay. Uh, my number two is going to be uh, the Ghetto Boys. Face Willie D. Bushwick. Yeah. Come on, man. Even though I know Willie D. was writing Bushwick stuff, I don't care. Mm. He, he still right. he still he still wrapped them all the same. So I'm yeah. gonna go with the Ghetto Boys. My number two. Oh, I'm gonna switch it up. Then I had Ghetto Boys too, so I'm gonna switch it up just to give somebody else some shine. I'm gonna go with De La Soul. That's a good Ooh. one. Yeah, that was my honorable. Soul. I had De La Soul as my honorable mention, man. De La Soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely a strong. Yeah, Harry just got the uh, just got the matches back. I think it was an internet rumor though, so I don't know if it's true or not yet. But apparently, Talil Kali said that they had a room, they had a masters back. So hopefully, that's true, and they can actually make some money off of their music now. Yeah, yeah, if, we got If they do get their masters back, I'm going to say we're going to give a shout out to Teen Titans Go. They did a whole episode about it. Yeah, and uh, so if they do get it back, shout out to Teen Titans Go for helping them out with that. There you go, Cartoon Network. Look, saving the planet. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, so for my number one group, drum roll, please. Got a tribe called Quest. Um, I feel like they're my favorite hip hop group. Definitely the one I listen to the most um, out of the people I kind of researched and looked up. Um, I think their music is just classic. It holds up still today. I can play any one of their albums. I don't feel like, you know, it, it's it sounds appropriate for the time, but also, it's not so rooted in that sound that you can't listen to it now. So I really appreciate their music and their craft. Um, and yeah, they're my favorite hip hop trio. I got a yeah, question. Um, so, go I ahead. thought that was four. I thought Tribe was four and shit. I always thought it was three. Now, Nip is technically correct to the degree that they didn't have a fourth member for a very long time, but the tribe that we Became to know by Midnight Marauders, they was only down to three. But yes, it, originally they uh, were four. Just like Outcast, people forget Outcast originally was three as well, too. But by the time uh-huh. they got their real first single, they were two by then. Um, uh-huh. Just like the Roots, we talk about the Roots having two MCs at the beginning. But uh-huh. the Roots, as we three. know them now, they had, they had three. They had uh, Dice Raw, Thor, and Malik B. Oh, shit, I forgot about Malik B. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but if you talk about the Roots now, no one's going to. Except for heads like you and me, I got you. right, right. Everybody's just gonna say Black Thought, so that's All why right. I put that go with Tribe. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. Tribe was my number one too, so I'll take a moment to just do some honorable mentions since um, there was my number one. Uh, Brand Nubian, Little Brother, was definitely heavy on my list to go up there as well. So um, I'm gonna tell someone who I left off my list that when at first I was like, oh, I can't leave them off, and then actually I started doing this, and I was like, oh yeah, they gotta kick rocks. It was the Fugees. But I'll that's what I was about ahead. to say, just to just to put them in there, because I had I had Tribe too, but I was like I wasn't sure if I could put them because they had the fourth member. Right. And I was gonna say the Fuji's too, just to say it, but yeah, fuck Lauren Hill. We can keep going. Oh, I was gonna say because of that. I'm just saying, <laughs> the, the score is a classic, but I mean, what they had what three albums together total? Yeah. And the score was a classic. The other ones were yeah okay. So I can't really compare to these other guys who went in this group. Mm-hmm. They they don't they don't have the credentials to stack up. That's why I guess I'm going with that. Hey, but they'll tell you they got the Grammys though. They'll tell they'll tell us that though. 
Who cares? <laughs> Get out of here. All right. So I think that does our top three. Nip, did you, you said you won? Yeah, I was agreeing with y'all with the tribe thing, and then I was going to throw the Fuji's in there. So, yeah, we all good. Okay, cool, cool. So, wow, hey. First time we pretty much all look damn near agreed. That, that's yeah. that's a rarity for the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had some uh, carryover, and then we had, uh, you know, two of the same top groups. So, hey, there you go. Cohesion. Um, Moving right along. Let's jump into it. I know Nip is, is chomping at the bit to get to this one. We're going to review Nas's King Disease 2. So, what were some of your initial thoughts about the project? Do you think it stacked up pretty well against the first outing? Let me know what your thoughts are. Uh, before we even start, I'm going to say this right now. I don't want to hear no more old niggas rapping, man. I'm tired. Oh, like, get the go. fuck out. Get, get the fuck out. If, if it, get the fuck out of the way, man. I'm just going to say it like that. And he, and he, and I think this is one of the better showings for Nas on, uh, uh, on, um, you know, I got a bad memory and shit. I drink, man. <laughs> moments or what? Drugs and shit. Uh, Movement, moment, something. Uh, no, nah, the joint corner store or the, uh, <laughs> store run. Store run. There you store, go. Yes, that was yes. my joint. That's my that's my track right there. From now on, that's how you rap, Nas. All that other goofy shit you be doing, <laughs> fuck that. Do that shit right there. Do that shit right there, boss man. Cause that's it right there. That's it. I'm fucking with it. I I'm still gonna give it a four. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm still gonna give mm-hmm. it a four. But I'm tired of hearing old niggas rap this shit. Jay Z might not put out another fucking verse, bro. I'm sorry. I'm tired of these niggas. They can't rap. They can't breathe. The only nigga that still sound all right when they rap is old is probably thought. Everybody else, they sound old. They sound fifty. <laughs> but they are fifty. So what we what you mad about? Yeah, I don't hear that shit. Oh Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. You want to hear about the Waukesha? That's bullshit, right? Look here, man. Nas is a lyrical disease, man. And I'm glad he put out this album past his prime. It's almost to get to the point. Now I didn't say it's almost getting to. It's at the point now that past your prime rappers, Nas is on the king of the hill. So if everybody wants to talk about the him and Jay-Z thing, it's time to go ahead and and Jay-Z going to take second place now. Well, past the hill... And I know you want to go, well, Black Thought to Jason? What about Black Thought? Like, as a lyricist, we respect Black Thought, but Black Thought ain't on them other dudes when it comes to superstardom level. Like, let's oh, just nah, hell nah. be. Yeah, nah. So, but when it comes to past due rappers, man, Nas is, these last we, two albums, we I about mean. stardom and, and albums and shit like that, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. Rapping, rapping? I don't hear these niggas. Yeah, anyway, my point going to it is that uh, I think Nas finally felt... <laughs> I wish Nas could have found this guy, found Hit Boy, uh, twenty years ago. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm getting from Nas what we of all wanted Nas's whole career: good ass production, good mm-hmm. beats that slap, things that feel different and organic, and let him actually just be able to rhyme rather than mm-hmm. getting all these weird ass beats that Nas be getting because he wanted to like flex that he can rap on anything. I don't care about you rapping on anything. I want some music I can relax to and chill with. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear you. Get some futuristic spaced out beat and be like, hey, look, I did a good job with that, man. F that. Um, some more of my notes here. Yes, we, we got, I mean, we can go on from track to track, but we're not gonna do that. I'm gonna just say that um, you know, 40 side, mm-hmm. I rocks with that. Rare, I rocks with that store run, absolutely. And then the jewels he was dropping on my Bible, mm-hmm. like that gets 444 the fuck out of here. Like, 
I don't want to hear no more jewels being dropped about 444 and Jay-Z. Because if you listen to my Bible, Nas gives you everything. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what's up. I know Nip don't want to hear that, but I enjoy hearing older contemporary rap now. I'm an older dude. I ain't in the streets no more. I ain't living alive. So hearing older cats talk about things that I care about, like mm-hmm. investments and shit like that, I'm not saying it gets me excited, but I'm just saying it's good to hear about shit like that because it's like, oh, okay, they're actually rapping about things that are in their life because Nas ain't killing nobody. Nas mm-hmm. ain't selling no more dope. Nas ain't doing this stuff. So hearing guys actually rap about things that are closer to their lives, mm-hmm. I actually enjoy because there are things that are actually closer to my life, mm-hmm. and which is going to change as we talk about these other albums later on. But shout out to Nas, man. I, I, yeah, I, I rocks with it. The only con I have for this album is that um, Ye's probably going to drop in the next one or two weeks and everybody going to forget about this album because Ye going to be here and then Drake going to be after that and everybody going to forget about this shit. So that's the only con I got for the album is that it's going to get stepped on because all these other cats going to come out and ain't nobody going to want to hear this when you can hear Ye. So. No, it's, it's, it's two cons. It's three cons. <laughs> that's the first con. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you know my, well, my first big con is well, yeah, we're gonna get to oh, that yeah, after yeah. we wrap up the segment. Yeah, <laughs> let me let me third, let me put my con uh... is don't you ever put goddamn Eminem on a, on a song with EPMD, nigga. Don't you ever disrespect <laughs> hip hop like that? That's bullshit. We're gonna stop this. I, I know how you feel about white rappers, especially him, but mm-hmm. we gotta put in perspective here. Eminem is gonna go down accolade wise as one of the greatest rappers and MCs of all time. And then when you go on the part that he's one of the most respected MCs of all time in the hip-hop game, I know how you feel about him, but MP, EPMD probably rocks with Eminem. They probably mm-hmm. respect how we get down. Nas probably respect how we get down. Like, it ain't like Eminem is this vagabond industry cat plant that they're like, oh, no, put Eminem on here because it's going to make us popular. Like, mm-hmm. people actually want him on real hip-hop-ass songs because they know how he get down. Like, Red man rocks with Eminem. Like, it's a lot of jokers that we rock with that rock with Eminem. I, we got we got to put in perspective. Like, let's just keep it real. We may hate him, mm-hmm. but we got to put in perspective that the dude is he is respected and he's dope to a degree. Yeah, and he's always giving. No, I don't got him in no top five, and that's why I think when people get little little Chris now, they put mm-hmm. him in top fives. But if you're gonna do top fifty, yeah, he'd be in the thirty somewhere for me. Yeah, and he's always kind of giving yeah. you know props to EPMD. Uh, Red Man, that kind of crew up there. So, you know, it kind of made sense that he'd be on a song feature with them. Um, just my thoughts on the project. I liked it a lot. Um, I don't think it's a classic for me, but I enjoy listening to it. I wasn't displeased. Um, I like that Nas took different approaches on the different records. And like he said, it wasn't like he was trying to stretch to fit the beat anywhere because Hit Boy did a good job of kind of building beats that Nas could, like he said, just flex on without having to, be super you know in his head about okay i need to kind of have this pattern or whatever like you know he was just able to kind of flow and it, it all gelled it together pretty well so i, I definitely like the project um i did a little kind of fun project on my own i listened to that and then i turned on Omatic right after just to kind of hear mm. like how he's progressed over the years and i'm like man if this is his last album he came in with a bang he's leaving with maybe not as big a bang, but definitely a, a real good showing. So, you know, I don't think as many rappers that could say that. So I, I thought that was cool. But yeah, yeah I like no, it I will a lot. say this, uh, for to Nip's point about Eminem, if I got to hear one more song with Eminem shouting out all the rappers that he respect, I may shoot mm-hmm. myself in the head. Like right, Eminem, on, we get bro. it. You white. You get mm-hmm. it. You white. You want to make sure that nobody thinks you're a vulture. You've mm-hmm. been in the game long enough. Nobody cares, bro. We know. Mm-hmm. We know. 
We either like you or we don't like you. Right, 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 right. (laughs) (laughs) He's on Twitter too much. That's what the problem is. Who you should be named up against. Like, nah, if we don't like you, we don't like you, bucko. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, big fella. Before we go to our ratings, go ahead, Nip. Get your get the get the third con off your chest about the album. Here we go. Can Other we please talk man. about how bullshit that Lauren Hill verse was? <laughs> you wasn't excited to hear? No. Hold on. When you say BS, are you saying lyrically BS or content BS? I'm talking everything, Bill. Okay, okay, okay. The whole Ken Caboodle. The flow was shaky, and niggas tried to gas this shit up. Like, it was like, like, I, and you know what? This is, I, I'm going to say, maybe the, the fire ain't all for Lauren. It's for uh-huh. everybody. It's for all these weak motherfuckers. They always got to, oh, I got all this, I do all this fucked up shit, but I got shit going on in my life, so you should excuse my bullshit. Oh, I'm saving lives, but this is why I'm late. No, bitch. We pay money to see hard-earned money to see you. It's called professionalism. Show your black ass up on time. I had to get a babysitter to come out here at 1030. Show your ass up. Do your fucking songs. What are you talking about? Do your job. You got shit. Everybody go through shit. Y'all talking about I'm saving souls. What souls you saving? You the fuck you Jesus, nigga? Who you saving? And we got our title there. <laughs> uh, any, you got any more to get off your chest now? A lot of these goofy motherfuckers, man. Everything is a mental health issue and a crisis, and I'm going through life, and life is hard, and all this shit. This is why I'm a fucked up person. Fuck you. Everybody got shit to go through. Do your job. I can't go to work talking about, hey, man, you know, life is hard right now. Niggas talk to kids, and I don't know. I just, I might not fix this shit right, but you know. <laughs> What? Y'all worried about my content. I'm saving so y'all show it. No, bitch. You gave us some heat. Hands down. You gave us heat on the score, the fucking sister act movies, miseducation, as much as I think it's some bullshit, whatever. You gave us heat. Mm-hmm. And then you <laughs> fell off. Because you couldn't get your shit together. You couldn't deal with real life shit. Put your headphones in the goddamn thing. Everybody, you you can't handle real life, so you want niggas to deal with your bullshit. No, get this shit together, G. Show up on time. Do the fucking songs. Put an album out. Put some music out. Or do like three stacks and get the fuck out the way. Hey. It's that simple. Pseudonym Slim, do you have any rebuttal? Uh, no, actually, I agree with um, the show part. Like, my thing is exactly what Nip's saying, right? Everybody has stuff to go through. If you're putting together shows to make a profit from your fans and you're showing up hours, not no 30 minutes, no 45 minutes, or a single hour, but literally hours late and you know, causing people issues, drama, maybe not even showing up to where, you know, these people pay because they love you. They want to come and support and, you know, vibe out with you because you're one of their favorite artists. But then you turn around and pull BS. That's not cool. 
that's not cool at all. Like if you like Nip was saying, you know, if you're in a bad mental state or you feel like you need to take a break, then like you said, like three stacks to take a break. Nobody you you solidify. Nobody is saying, oh, Lauren, you're whack. You need to come out with a project right now. No, just go ahead and chill out. If you want to come out with a Lucy here, you know, every now and again, you want to have a random feature every now and again. That's cool. But my thing is, don't set up these shows and then let down your fans because. You got stuff going on. If you know you got stuff going on, don't try and make nobody, you know, don't try and make money off nobody and not deliver. So that's pretty much it. But yeah, I mean, I agree with it for the most part. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. All, this, all that heat wasn't for her. Because I, I, you know, I'll be on social media and shit. I'm tired of all these niggas, man. <laughs> oh, I'm a bad friend and I got depression and anxiety and I'm not apologizing for it no more. Bitch, get fix the shit. Oh, get the fuck on. Like, I'm everybody. <laughs> like, just everybody. Everybody complaining. Everybody crying about shit. Niggas talk about vaccines. Niggas talk about kids. Everybody. Like, nigga, everybody got real life shit to deal with. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Nobody's out here just living and not going through shit. Don't yeah. nobody give a fuck about that shit. Do your <laughs> job. Be Having shit going on in your life is not an excuse to, to be a fucked up person. It's not. It's just that's, not. That's facts. You know, you're speaking about anxiety and stuff. Shout out to childhood. I know we all went through that anxiety. You forgot to take the chicken out after your mom told you she on the way. <laughs> she wants you to take it out to thaw for dinner. You forgot. Oh. Hey, you mess around trying to put it in the sink. Y'all about to get the salmonella because you forgot. <laughs> so just shout out to that. But yeah, I definitely, hey, you know, people got things to go through. I think we get so enamored with what's going on in our own personal situation. You know, sometimes we forget to be grateful about some of the things that we do get to enjoy. Like I do have a sink I can go to and flip on and get fresh water. You know, I don't have malaria and everything like that. Having to try and figure out where my next meal and stuff is coming from, which I know a lot of people here in the States, they don't have that too, but we just got to be Bro, more grateful. Not even man. That. The people that you talking shit about pay for your albums, pay for your tickets. These the motherfuckers you supposed to be loyal to. You're mm -hmm. not working. Up, you're not getting up at fucking five o'clock in the morning and pushing the clock. You're not doing that shit. But these the motherfuckers that's paying for that shit. You think the niggas wasn't buying this shit and paying these for these tickets that you be sitting up chilling with Zion and the rest of whoever the fuck you. We ain't gonna get in all the personal. <laughs> I, I purposely try to stay away from the personal bullshit. We don't go through that shit. These people that you talking crazy to in this verse are the people that are the reason why you aren't living a regular person's life. You're not punching in with a boss and going and, and, and doing some secretary of work or picking up trash or giving out parking tickets or whatever, teaching school kids. You're not doing none of that shit because motherfuckers want to pay you to do what you do. And you're good at it. You're good at rapping. You're good at singing. You're good at acting. You'll go. I, hey, I talk a lot of shit about Lauren Hill, but she is a fucking goat. She's good at what she does. But don't get on here and talk crazy to the motherfuckers that support you. Don't do that shit. Come on, bro. Over some shit talking about, oh, I got real life personal and I'm trying to save soda. Come on. Come on with the bullshit, man. Do your fucking job. Do your job. If I don't show up for work, you don't show up for work, you get fired. Do your fucking job. Hey, there you got it. There you have it. All right. So rounding up the Nas uh, review, what are your scores? I'm going to go ahead and give it a four. So definitely a, a, a bootleg for me. Actually, I'll probably give it like a 4.2 from beyond. 
I was giving oh, four two five. Yeah, same way. I'm giving it you a got five. five? five right, yeah, okay. go go ahead and cop it. Go ahead and cop it, man. Yeah. He may not. He may be making no more. He may may not make any more heat like this ever again. So go ahead and cop this one. He gonna push bullshit out. Hey, there you go. All right, and then moving on, I don't know how we're gonna feel about this next one. Tanache is a three-three-three. Um, I don't know. Just off the bat, like this kind of wasn't my jam at all. I really got to recalibrate how I think critically about some of these projects from these um, R&B artists that kind of sing talk through it all. It's just, I don't know, it's just a disconnect. I feel like if you're not like a hardcore Tanache fan, it's probably not going to be for you. I mean, it's a couple of songs on there that are decent, but for the most part, like even on some of her songs where she tries to kind of show her range, it just comes out real harsh and it's, it's not pleasant to listen to. The lyrics on the majority of songs are just not up to par, it's very surface. You know, I really, I, I wouldn't recommend y'all checking this out. But how did y'all feel about the Tanache album? Oh, I was on the total opposite. I thought this shit was I, all right. Okay, oh, okay, all right. Well, I was like, let me let Nip go because I figured like you was gonna trash on the Nip. So I was like, let me let you go because I'm like, I, I, I thought it was a heat. I was no, I didn't think it was no heat real, at all. I'm telling you, all that you know, I love that toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm with all that. Yeah, and then it was that. This one wasn't even that bad. Now I will say it is a Rob album. It's a little whispering. <laughs> On certain points, it's like, all right, like, all right, I'm cool. But she's not racially shit. ambiguous, though. She, she dark. She, she not dark, dark skin. But she, ain't nobody. Yeah, she's not, she she not a rob. She just, she just, she just all. Bang. Yeah, I, 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 I like the joint. I, I definitely. There was a couple skips on there for me, but. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say it's like a four or five or nothing like that. I give it a three and a half. Like it's definitely something I'm gonna I'm 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 go back to. You know what I mean? Set the set the tone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and get it cracking. Yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much felt like I mean, this is the same chick that said uh, you can eat the booty like groceries. So for when me knowing her from that, I was like, oh, this is probably gonna be just some wild shit. That was Janae Iko. What's up? That was Janae Iko that said that on what the um, supposed to be remix with uh, Omarion. And oh Chris yeah, Brown. definitely yeah. was. Oh, was I? Was I? I yeah. Oh, okay, my bad. I mm-hmm. thought that was uh, Tanisha on that one. But anyway, you get it mixed up. See, it. it's easy. And big, uh, rock, you rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you playing a fighting game and you hit the the random the little question mark. You don't know who about the pop. Is she a rock? Oh man. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah. No. But anyway, the point I was going to on this was that. Literally, like again, I was going into it thinking that was her, so let's just start there. So, I mm-hmm. think it was going to be just be some wild stuff that was going to be like, like, chick, you ain't out here like that, but you, mm-hmm. you know, you pretending. But nah, I thought it was dope, man. I thought she, I guess, the only thing I will agree with you, Chris, is yeah, she isn't a vocal powerhouse, but I never mm-hmm. thought at any point in this album she was trying to be Whitney Houston either. I yeah. thought all parts of this album, she really, I, I was actually more impressed that she stayed. Within her keys, very, very well. Like she didn't go out of two or three keys. There's only one song where she tried to hit a falsetto that I was like, uh, I probably would have done same that. Thing. Like, that's that the one for me too, because she was going like a little too hard. I'm like, yo, you gotta calm down. This song sounds but crazy. That was like one song for me, but other other stuff, I felt like she was right in her pocket of like just getting it in, like bouncing, bouncing part two, 
uh, X with Jeremiah. Like, I thought she, like, yeah. I liked it, man. I thought it was a dope-ass album. Now, I know I'm the relative R&B right. dude on this one, so I know I usually rank R&B things a lot higher. But, again, I um, thought for what she is and who she, I guess, presented to me in my mind, I thought mm-hmm. she, she went in, man. I, I was pleasantly surprised by this album because I thought it was going to be some real poppy I'm just trying to shock value you guys, like blah blah. And I was like, nah, she was actually talking like real relationship drama with like like Nip said, toxic ass women with toxic men, and hey, we both toxic as hell, but you know what? We love it. Like it, just keep I'm it going. open That's for it. you. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna bust it open for you because I know what it is. Like, I was like, okay. So I mean, I dug it, man. The only real cons I had was um if she was a stronger singer, I think this could have been a way better album. Because I think lyrically, and I, I disagree too with you on that one, Chris. I think lyrically, she was on point, man. I thought whatever every song displayed what she was trying to convey. I never thought. Now mm-hmm. I don't in R and B never feel like it's any lyrical masterpieces in R and B. Let me just yeah, start yeah. there. Like most of it is just the tone and and how and inflection and what you sing and say the songs is what makes it doper in R and B. But yeah, nah, I was with. I mean, again, I think she just had she had a stronger voice, and then I thought like from what I know her as to hear this album from her, I'm like, okay, I feel like she's growing as an artist. Now I have no proof to back that up because I've listened to none of her albums before this, but all the singles I heard, because I think what was it, uh, Two On, the joint she did with Schoolboy. Mm-hmm. Like, I know the single she's dropped, and from this, it just seemed like maybe she's trying to get more in her mature bag. So I, I, I dug it, man. I mean, I think I'm right around there with Nip. I mean, I'm at a 3.5, man. Would you rate this one higher than um, Doja Cat's album? Oh, shit, I don't even know what I gave Doja Cat, but I like Doja Cat's album a little bit more. Okay. Yeah, you know, I think I got uh, a habit well, let me of... Change it. I think I like Doja Cat's album a little bit more because Doja Cat had different genres of music mm-hmm. in her album that I wasn't expecting from a Doja Cat album. Like, mm-hmm. But I don't even remember what I gave Doja Cat's album, so... Gotcha. Yeah, I think with me, it's like... I don't know. Once somebody goes too far left from me on an album, like I, I tend to harp on on that point so i maybe i missed some of the the lyrics that you all are, are mentioning because i do remember talking about some toxic stuff so i have to give maybe a couple of the songs that you listen but yeah on the the large majority i didn't i didn't like the album that much so i probably would give it like a two mm. right on right on mm-hmm. what about y'all if you had to rate it what would you get the project oh i mean i got 3.5 i think nip you yeah, said what 3.5 as well i got 3.5 on it too okay <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha. All right, and moving on. I think uh, Nip said he liked this one, Sada Baby, The Lost oh, yes, Tapes. Sir. Oh, yes, sir. Why don't you kick listen, it off for us? I listen to these joints back to back. I, I don't know who I listen to. No, I listen to, uh, to Nashe first, and I listen to Sada Baby. I was up there cleaning the car. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whatever. Yes, yes, sir. Car pulled up beside me while I was cleaning the car. had the tents on it. <laughs> oh, hey, been cool out. <laughs> No, no wonder he was filling. You said you was cleaning the car. Yeah, that's why you was filling this album. All right, go ahead, man. Go, on, go and get it off. Go and get it off. He's hosing down the car extra hard. He had it sideways. Look, you change a little spray so the joke go versus the little. Motherfucker, Nip got the th- got the thumb in the hole, spraying that joke down. <laughs> get that extra, get that extra pressure. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but uh, you know, I wasn't. It wasn't no great lyrical content. None of that uh-huh. shit. 
the beast was jamming, the eight oh eight was bumping. Mm-hmm. We we talking that killer shit and, 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 and talking crazy to the chicks and hitting the parties and all that. I, yeah, it was. That's all I expected from it. That's what I got. I liked it. In my oh, in man, my in my Philly lingo, I liked it that John. <laughs> man, I'm about to I'm about to dive in, man. Um, look, man, I don't know who started this evolution of Joker's rhyming off beat. I want to say that. I, I I can't. I can't with it, man. I can. <laughs> I cannot. I man. can like literally. One. Okay, I'm not gonna say the little definition of music is rhyming on beat because we know it's a lot of great jazz musicians that did offbeat beats that made jazz work. So mm-hmm. I try to prospectively treat these rappers like that, where it's like, okay, this is just style. The problem is with the style is that when he's on beat. He's fucking phenomenal. Yes, when he gets on beat on this album, it, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Like it, and it, that's what bothers me more is that now I feel like you being off beat is intentional and it's bad. Yeah, oh, it definitely was. And it's bad though. Started, like he started stuttering and repeating and shit and putting the same yeah. putting the little sounds in there. Shit, it was definitely it was definitely it was uh, definitely an attempt to sound purposely sound that way. Yeah, and, and that's why I tried to give it more respect because it's like okay, this dude obviously has musical talent because he's finally getting a pocket when he wants to get in a pocket and he's giving you deliberate instances where he's out of the pocket to let mm-hmm. you know he's out of the pocket on purpose i try man so i'm like okay that, that's very creative that's very articulate mm-hmm. but that's what bothers me nip hit it hit it perfectly these beats are so effing good why do i want to rhyme off the beat mm-hmm. when these beats like I, I put all this time and got all these right beats i chose for this album and then I'm slaughtering them because I'm rhyming off beat on half the album, half the song. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I can't, I can't. Like, and it reminds me of, we were, I got the rapper we were talking about a while back, where I was like, well, he was rhyming over the beat. And I was like, but it was dope. It was cool to me because he did it the whole album and he was lyrically solid. This one, it just bothers me because, like, in this album, it's a really yeah. even better album if he just rhymes yeah. on beat. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you like, hear it pop in that pocket and that shit yeah. is butter. It's and butter, he get in and he, when he gets it's in the butter, pocket, God. he goes yeah. in his bag. And it's like yeah. a couple of times, I remember I was I was driving my lunch, listening mm-hmm. to it today. And when he get in that pocket, I was like, oh. like. And then he started rhyming off beat. And I'm yeah. like, dude, you, <laughs> I, I don't want to hear the song anymore. I'm done. I don't want to hear the song anymore. I'm mm-hmm. Look, I, I, yeah, I'm going to let Chris go because I ain't got no more on it, man. That's just my, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what to go into this album. You know, thinking of, I thought it was somebody else actually. When I saw the name, um, I got him confused with another artist. So when I saw him on a little new release list, I'm like, okay, let's give it a shot. Um, I looked up his information. He's from Detroit, so that makes a lot of sense now. Uh, looking back at the album, but like you said, it's like a good chunk of that album. It's kind of just not digestible just because of how he kind of approached it with the rhyme. And then what sucks is he kind of does that up front, if I remember correctly. So then, you know, you going into it further in the album with kind of like a sour expectation because you're like oh the first track so I'm like, what the heck but then you get some of those gems you know towards the middle and towards the end where it's like okay yeah he's really rocking on these and like you said the production is good he's actually in the pocket um aggressive rhymes you know what i mean so it has a lot going for it but like you all said i do wish maybe he was a little bit more measured with his attempts to kind of go off the beat and you know kind of approach it it kind of reminds me of um What's sugar free? Uh, a little bit of old Blueface. Blueface don't really do that too much here recently, but you know, kind of being out of the pocket and trying to jump in towards the last couple syllables, 
to get back on the beat. Like he does this a few times on the album, like you all mentioned, and it's just not for me. But when he is on the pocket, he's good and it was rocking. So I don't know. Um, definitely kind of I want to go back and listen to some of his older stuff and see maybe if he was doing this back then too, or if it's something he's kind of picked up. But overall, I mean, it was decent to me. I liked it. Um, I would have liked a little bit more had he kind of focused in and just, you know, like you said, didn't try and, and do that offbeat thing. But overall, it was, it was pretty enjoyable. I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't know what to go in. Oh, okay. Side note real quick. I do love that he is so blooded up that he changed the bees, uh, sees the bees yeah. on the album, that, uh, song <laughs> names. That was dope. That was dope. <laughs> what do you say? Something she going to, something my cock make me come. He's like, she's going to something Bach make me bum or something like that. Like he yeah, said yeah, it with man. the C's. Like, that was dope, man. With like, one line in the next line, he hit it with the bees. I was dying in the car. I was coming home from work. I, I was rolling. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, it was, it was hard. It was hard. Definitely can't wear any blue when you're listening to this this project. I'll share oh, your whole car gonna blow up. So shit, keep that in know. mind. My car is blue, and I was definitely listening to that shit. <laughs> um, there you go. Yeah, I'm gonna jump right in the ranking, man. I I gave it a 1.5. I can't do that offbeat shit, man. It ain't for me, guys. Mm-hmm. I like always say that when we do these reviews. This is our perspective, and y'all know if you listen to the show, y'all know this ain't my bag. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I got to throw my hands up that you probably don't want to listen to me on this one, but I'm giving it a 1.5 that I would frisbee it if my unless my girl said put it on. Like I, I'm, I'm, I can't. I'm going three on it. If I'm going out to drink, that's de- I'm definitely throwing this one of these one of these drinks on the show. I'm definitely going out. I'm saying I got my got my got my pistol on my side. I'm saying I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a three. Definitely yeah, put go. it on for you before you go hit the bar at the club or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would um I give it a three two. Um, if I were to re-listen to it, I would pull off some of the tracks I like and kind of make a separate playlist mm-hmm. and just rock with those versus trying to give the whole album a burn. But um, yeah, I, I give it a three. It's a it's a low. It was almost a two point nine, so it's right on the cusp there. But I wouldn't absolutely hate it. Somebody put it on. So that's where we at with it. Um, next one we got up. Uh, Fredo, Frito Bang? I don't know how to say it. I Fredo think it's Frito Bang. Bang. Yeah. yeah, Fredo Bang. Murder Made Me. Um, Just jumping into this one. I feel like this album just kind of blew by. Like, I mean, I liked it, but nothing really stood out to me, per se. I, I know he had that one track with um, Coy LeRae. That was a good single, I thought. Um, But outside of yeah, that, it's kind of... Or something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of run of the mill to me. Um. I would have liked to see him take like a little bit more chances to go a little bit further out there, but it was just very like average, if I can say. Um, the songs were good. I didn't I didn't hate any of the projects, but I didn't absolutely love them either. So it's very neutral to me versus how we just talked about Sada. Like there are some tracks that we really like, and there's some that we hate it. This one was kind of like an even burn all the way through. Like and outside from that single, a lot of it didn't really stand out to me too much. What did y'all feel about yeah. it? Look, I'm on. Uh... I guess this is me and Chris being different day. I rocks with this joint, man. This this is what I wanted from the Sada joint. Like mm-hmm. the beats was banging, and homeboy he lived in the pocket for the whole album. As far as I'm concerned, the only things I didn't like so much is when he did try to get more like melodic. Mm-hmm. When it was almost bordering on him singing a little bit, and I'm like, nah, that's, dude, stay, stay out of that. That's this I can't bang stay, with. Yeah, stay out of that. Get back to when you was just rapping. Mm-hmm. But when he was rapping, rapping like homeboy was in it, and like. I rocked with it, man. Like it made me want to be like, I want to listen to more of this kid. Like if, because yeah, maybe if he ain't singing as much, 
So I was dope with it, man. Like, uh, uh, what was it? Unfair. Ooh, ooh, the one you talked about with Corey mm-hmm. Ray. Um, the song Gates Flow. Like, I thought he had some joints on there where he was just ripping shit, like, mm-hmm. all through the song. So I, I was pleasantly surprised because I admit I listened to the Sada joint, and then I came to this one, and I was like, then I found that I guess they have some connection. I don't know if they're under the same label or they run into kind of the same groups or something like that. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I found they had some connection. So I was like, oh, this is gonna be another one. I gotta, but nah, I was pleasantly surprised, man. Mm-hmm. I, I rocked with it, man. I mean, I, I would re- come back. I will say I would come back and revisit this album, man. Yeah. Uh. It was it was cool. I, I liked it. I, I know I, I didn't dislike it. I'll put it that way. Um, it's kind of middle of the road for me. Like I, I, middle of the road. I I don't feel like the the, the hard shit was as hard as the Sada Baby shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like listening to that goofy shit. Like yeah, niggas keeping score and all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually want to be in that shit because I don't, <laughs> you know, I'm not doing none of that goofy shit. But mm-hmm. um. It was kind of middle of the road. If my girl had it on, whatever, I'd give it like a 2.5 type joint. Like mm-hmm. it was it was a decent album. It wasn't trash. I wouldn't frisbee it, but it wouldn't be something I was like, yo, put that Fredo on. Like, nah, I'm not putting that shit on. Yeah, I give it a I give it a good three, two. Like for me in my head, all the people rapping like this, like they gotta beat ESTG's album for me. Cause like his was a high point out of this sort of genre. Right. The subgenre of hip hop, you know, they're aggressive almost. Not necessarily drill, but some of those same themes and you know the aggressive beats, the aggressive bars. I think ESTG's probably had the best showing out of that group so far this year. So anybody that's coming out is sounding similar. I'm kind of comparing it to that. And this one didn't live up to ESTG's project, but I think it was decent. Like I said, I didn't hate it. Also didn't love it. So I gotta give it a three. Uh no, I'm I'm going to three five on it, man. I, I okay. thoroughly enjoyed this one, man. I, I Maybe I'll be, I heard we heard different things, and maybe because mm-hmm. I had to get the the nasty taste of soda baby out my mouth when I was mm-hmm. listening to this to hear somebody rhyme on beat. Maybe that's what hyped it up for me. But mm-hmm. I give it a three point five, and like I said, I would I would revisit this album, man. And not even just that thought it was a good album, man. I actually felt like the album's name, you know, murder made me, and the content from the album like mm-hmm. fit like almost kind of themed a little bit. So I I, I, mm-hmm. I rocks with it, man. I, I'm here for this. Okay. All right. Now let's jump into some of these singles. So uh, let's kick it off. We got, uh, what was the first one? The Weekend Take My Breath. Yeah, Weekend Take My Breath. So, you know, me, I'm not really a huge Weekend fan, but I actually like the single. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I like the beat and it was a catchy. It was a catchy single. So, you know, it's a good showing by the Weekend. I'm sure he's probably gearing up. To do something, um, you know, he just had that Super Bowl performance, so he's just trying to solidify, you know, his spot at this point. To me, like he's really trying to become that superstar, superstars. I feel like so. We'll see how he does, but so far, I like the single, and I'm interested to see what else he'll come out with. See, the thing that get me with the weekend, man, is I got a love hate relationship with the weekend mm-hmm. because the weekend does something that I think was a dope idea. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the way that he does the music in a dope idea. So the weekend's whole gimmick is, hey, I make pop music, but I make it feel edgy. But mm-hmm. it pretty much isn't really edgy at all. Like it's acceptable by everybody. You mm-hmm. listen to the lyric, but it feel like you feel edgy as you listen to it. 
I hate it because I wish it was really edgy. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem I have with it. Like, it's almost, and dare I say the word on this show, because I know it takes some different meanings every time we use it on this show. It feels very industry. It feels like, hey, we're going to give you these hard beats, these beats that are very dark and ominous, but poppy enough to get on the radio. And then we're going to have you sing these lyrics that are a lot darker than the pop stuff, but mm-hmm. still consumable, that it can still make the radio perfectly fine. Like, you know, I can't feel my face when I'm around you. We're going to do all those songs. If you listen to them, they're all pop songs, but just have this edge to it. But it isn't really edgy. Mm-hmm. It's just manufactured edge. And mm-hmm. going to that, Take My Breath is a perfect song for The weekend and what he does. And it's great. And for if I was judging on the merit of it just being The weekend, it's a really good song. But mm-hmm. I always feel this way with weekend songs is that I'm like, dude, like, you stop trying to sell me edgy pop music. Mm-hmm. Like either you're gonna go into it and be just edgy as hell, or just like don't don't do this. Like, so again, if you're a weekend dude, this is up your alley. If you're not a weekend dude, it's more the same gibberish you didn't hear from them before that you probably skipped and ignored. Mm-hmm. Did you like it? Uh, I listen to it. It's the weekend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't listen to the weekend. <laughs> All right, we'll move right oh, along. Then. We should know this because at one point in the show, we were saying something about the weekend. He was like, I don't think I even heard that song before. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing music news. It was like the weekend. This song is last yeah. one of the charts. It was like, I don't think I heard that song. Before. Oh, yeah, I'm his like... biggest jump probably to date. <laughs> What's that? Hey, but let's move right on then. Jack Carlo and Pooh Shiesty SUV. Um, I like the single. Um, I feel like the beat was hard too. I gotta give Jack Harlow more of a shot and i kind of want to go back and listen to his album um just because i didn't even give that a listen i think i don't even i think we reviewed it at some point maybe not that might have been before we i think really kicking off it was a single that we he was like on a single he was on a single one of the albums that we reviewed or something okay no no we reviewed jack harlow's album because uh EST uh SDG was on the album start rocking with SDG because right. of the album. You're right. You're right. Yeah, so I gotta check him out. Um, but I like the single. I like the single a lot. Um Push actually had a decent verse on there too, and the B was hard. Um so, so I like this single a lot. If you're a Jack Harlow fan, Push Icy fan, um, this will be up your alley. So definitely give it a listen. Anybody from the Caucasus Mountains? Oh, Jack yeah, he's, Harlow? He's got yeah. Caucasus features, yes. Yeah, he's Caucasus, yeah, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was on the song last week with Lil Nas X. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we both like that song, so stop faking it. Stop faking now. I did, um, man. Oh yeah, we did make with that song. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm with you, Chris. Man, you hit it on my head. Like, I feel like my Zach notes was like, I feel like I keep they keep trying to force me to like Jack Harlow, and every time I hear him rap. I feel like I should like him, but something mm-hmm. missing in him altogether. And I think it's the same thing with the song. Like, I think mm-hmm. every song I listen with Jack Harlow, man, like, it, I don't know if it's just the way his tone is or what he, like, I guess, or maybe I just have never seen a white guy try to have his laid back, quasi smooth rap tone. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, it's just something about the way he delivers that it just ain't for me. Russ? But Russ is dope, though. I like Russ. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know. to me, Russ is a lot different. I don't know. I don't get the same vibes from Russ. Jack Harlow is like collard greens, no neck bones in it. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like almost like he wants to be smoothed out, but then yeah, when you see, yeah. him, I don't know. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's chopped up. They don't like. They don't keep the leaf together. It ain't. They don't keep the leaf together. They chop it and dice it real fine. I'm like, what is this? It ain't got that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greens, it's just something missing. It's greens, but it ain't right. Yeah, like if you hear what he say, it's like, oh, that dude going in, but it uh-huh. just it don't feel like you going in. It's yeah. like the dude in the NBA that dropped twenty five, and you're like, he dropped twenty five quietly. You be like, what are you gonna score all these points? Yeah. <laughs> right, big middle with, right. with eight chips. <laughs> Bust your ass, you don't even know he on the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Um, and then man, that dude's that dude's a star, man. We we going to stop faking the funk on Pooh Shiesty, man. We mm-hmm. going to just start putting his name up there. And it's not even he's great at anything he does. He just that energy he got is just infectious, put man. So put some respect on Pooh Shiesty shit. Free Pooh Shiesty. Is he out yet? Yeah, oh, I thought he got in some know. trouble or something. Damn, he's still, he's still locked up. I think free Pooh Shiesty. Yeah, free he ain't doing. He ain't even do nothing. <laughs> I ain't gonna I'm say all you. that. I don't know. <laughs> all right, so that's cool. All right, so pretty much most of us like the single. Uh, moving on, Y and W Melly. So this is gonna be a little divisive. I hated it. I don't know. He was trying to pull out one of them old Lil Wayne bags and and do the auto tune singing and everything like that. It just it just wasn't for me. Um, Lil, who was on the song from the Lil TJ? Yeah, yeah, Lil TJ. He kind of saved the song for me because I hated Melly's part. Um, I gotta go back and listen to it. I didn't listen to it. I listened to the album. <laughs> I finished it in my car. That was it. Uh, Look, I thought man. Buddy was locked up, so I thought this was an old joint. I, th- I was about to hit y'all like, yeah, I don't think this is a new joint, but apparently it is. Mm-hmm. I thought Buddy caught like life or some shit. Yeah, he had murder on his mind, right? Yeah, yeah. That song gets tight though. Mm-hmm. Um, Look, man, Chance the Rapper. Th- this is how you sing about your wife, Chance the Rapper. Like, all that stuff you're doing on your album, don't do that no more. If you're going to sing about your wife, this is how you sing about your wife, man. I'm not saying I enjoyed this, but I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> his wife is his best friend. Okay, I'm cool with it. We can let that ride. I'm all right with it. And you do the, you know, you know, the entendres around that whole theme. I'm all right with it. I'm right. I'm with you. Lil TJ shows out on this one. <laughs> but I thought for the concept of what it was, man, Melly did his thing. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Chance, take notes, man. Don't, don't, don't do that shit no more. Chance, we don't want to hear my wife, my wife. I love my wife. I love my. No, 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 no. Make this more creative. So I, I, I rocks with it because of that. Because I felt like, oh, this, <laughs> this is a better version of that trash that Chance gave me. But it's still almost trash. So, <laughs> and you know, you know, Melly. Like, if he rap about it, he is probably feeling about it because he already <laughs> smoked his two friends. Talking about he had murder on his mind. So if he's saying he loves his wife, then we, we can be. Damn sure that he loves his wife and that's allegedly, his best friend. Allegedly, let's go put allegedly there because um, you know I don't get caught out there. Allegedly, he smoked his friends. Uh. Sure, sure, sure. All right, moving on. We got KSI featuring Lil Wayne, loose or lose rather. I hated this one too. I think Wayne and them were trying to get in their punk rock bag. I don't know. I hated this one. It sucked. What y'all think? Hey, did you have, Did you have a tough week this week, Chris? No, it's pretty up. smooth. I started a new job. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling good. Like, <laughs> it's just it was trash. Like shit this week, did he? <laughs> Chris, Chris yeah, is dumping on everything. This shit is whack. <laughs> was, I was I neutral on it. I ain't care. I feel like I got liking some shit. <laughs> no, man. I just feel like sometimes I'm a little bit too middle of the road with some of the stuff. But if I don't like it, I'm, I'm definitely chiming in. And I did not like this one. I, I don't. It didn't have any kind of redeeming factors for me. Um, I know Wayne sometimes like to dip into his little punk bag here and there. Um, feel like he had a, a song back when, too, where he did this. Um, I can't remember the title, but for, it didn't do it for me. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I call this as a, a brother who went to school in the Caucasus Mountains. Mm-hmm. I call this the white girl Mac song because this make these white girls feel like they're very important because it's still kind of rockish, mm-hmm. but it has a little hood in it because it's Wayne involved. So in their minds, they think they're really like digesting some real black stuff. Mm-hmm. So that what helps me later get them to digest just some real black stuff. So mm-hmm. <laughs> on that premise alone, I'm just going to say that like if college Jason would have been like, yes, this is a great song because I could do a lot of things. So a lot of people with this song, <laughs> grown ass man, Jason is like, Wayne, why are you doing this? You got money. Like why? Why you don't need? And I get it because you wanted to be a rock star at one point, mm-hmm. and his rock album was god awful. And I feel like he was like, "Well, let me jump on this track to like show people I kind of could do this." Truth be told, if Wayne actually got a legitimate band and actually wanted to rap over mm-hmm. rock beats, I would be here for it. All I like um, uh, Vic Mensa, I would mm-hmm. be kind of here for it to be interested to hear what he say. But nah, bro, like you can't do this, Wayne. Like nah, no, 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 no. But college Jason is like, yeah, Wayne, give me some more of this because I can beat all down the block with these kind of songs. But so yeah, that, one in the chamber. Gonna... Yeah, yeah. Black kids <laughs> in college is loving this shit right now. They beating the block down on this one if you use this song right. Did you hear it, Nip, or no? No. Yeah, I don't think you should. <laughs> I, I would avoid this. No, avoid it at all costs, man. All right, so we're wrapping up the music this week. Let's get into a, a topic we have, and this might be divisive too. We got Dre versus Kanye. Who's a better producer? All right, I'll let y'all man, kick we're it gonna up. we're gonna let Nip start first because you know he ah, he loves some Kanye, so I'm gonna let him go. I ahead do love Kanye, it. but Dre is Dre. I couldn't pick. I don't know. Yeah, I'm leaning towards <laughs> Dre too. I man. have no fucking clue. I don't know. I and don't I love know. Kanye's. They work, all but... pick soul beats. They 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 use classics to 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 sample from. Like whoever you getting to fucking. Goddamn, uh, master that shit. Mm-hmm. You don't lose either one of them. Um, I don't know. You said strictly as a producer, right? Yeah, we talk a producer. So that concludes making albums, but also beat making, because all producers aren't beat makers, because people confuse that all the time. Yeah, I know. Uh... I mean, I'll jump in while you guys think, because, you know, I actually, you know, take notes and come prepared for class. Very studious of me. Uh, So the thing I would say, (laughs) Kanye is the better producer for himself. He's a terrible producer for other people outside of like Common and like Talib. Like when it comes to albums, for albums, Kanye produced the whole Jay-Z album. So stop it. He's produced songs for Jay-Z. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about about producers on producing a whole album. Like, do do we gotta go back to that Nas album that we just heard? Well, come on, man. Do we gotta go back to a white women eating pork, man? We can't do look that. Here. We can't even do like, that. Look, oh, okay, let's even do this. Let's do this. Like, I can make an argument that the clips with Pharrell has made better albums than anything that Push has made by itself with Kanye. Lord willing. Hell, I've not like the first two albums with the clips is like theory. instant classics. Uh... I can make an argument that he's done better than those two. Done better I can than agree, you know, I can agree because you know why. Mode, though it's different. The lyrics it's, are still there though, so like right, on different. both sides, the lyrics are there. But I, I agree with Jason when he they was with the Neptunes. I feel like the songs were a bit better. I still mess with the new stuff because it's Pusher, That's and you know he's going to have a good showing. But I gotta agree with Jason. Like when they was with 
you know, Pharrell, it, it, it was definitely a different type of different type of slap. And I would even jump and go this far. And too, the only so. reason why Drake can't produce for himself is because that nigga can't rap. <laughs> Look here, but, but I'm gonna go even further with this: the firm versus that shit he did with Nas. Mm. The firm album with Dre is way better than that crap he did with Nas. I mean, I'm I'm giving you just real facts. I'm giving out examples here of productions with the same artists here. I'm, I'm trying to be, just be. These are facts. Now, you may get me on the, the Jay-Z singles with Dre aren't never as good as the Kanye singles with Jay. Mm -hmm. But when we talk about making albums as producing, so you, you're you cultivating the whole feel of the album, mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm going Dre all day. And it's because I feel like, again, if Kanye's not producing himself, I don't feel like Kanye, it don't feel this. And again, I, I said disclaimer because that Common B album is amazing. And Talib's mm -hmm. um, album with Ye is amazing too. That's but my top five. You ain't no skips, drink the common B joint. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree with you, but it's just I just can't. I'll, but you know what? But one of your favorite albums of all time, Doggy Style. That's Dre all day. Mm -hmm. Like and that's the second that, that NWA album, and he really was getting super funky. Like yeah, like I, I'll I will go far as to say that if you were to list a top ten albums for you, Nip, I feel like more likely than not you will have. Dre produced albums in there more than Kanye produced albums. And again, I'm excluding their own work with each other. Like, not, I'm not saying college dropout. I'm talking about the album that he produced. You'll probably put Common B in there, right. but you're going to probably do Doggy Style. You're probably going right. to do something from NWA. You're probably like, it, it's you. It's tough after that, man. <laughs> we know no Eminem is going to be in there. So we, we I know how you feel about it. <laughs> 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 I was oh, trying to make the argument without that was my Trump card. If I had to pull it out to be like, <laughs> hey, look, Eminem albums, you may hate them, but they sell, 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 sell. Like <laughs> that was what I had in the back suck just in case. <laughs> if Nip started getting brolic. Uh, <laughs> I I, I, I'm gonna go with better producer, man. I'm I'm going with Dre because I don't know. We talking 2001. We talking about Dynasty. We talking about no, nah, I don't know, cuz Kanye ain't produced Dynasty. He had some songs on there though. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he could make a song about producing the whole album. That means you're you are cultivating this album for somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the Jay Z joints, Jay Z had songs on it. They probably were the best songs on the album, and I will not disagree with that. But he didn't make the whole album. Even Watch the Throne, Kanye didn't didn't produce all the songs on that album. Mm -hmm. I don't know, cause you still yeah, all the yay shit. <laughs> Like college dropout, fucking late registration, graduation. Chronic, mm -hmm. 2001. That's two albums. That's two classic albums that well, Dre, Dre only got. Dre only got three albums. He so. only got three out. Two albums. No, that, that bullshit he put out with Yeah, ring the, ring the bells and all that shit, whatever that yeah. was on. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. that, the Aftermath album. That shit was trash. Yeah, that's some garbage. He only got two albums. What's the joint? What's the latest Drake album that he did? What was it with Kendrick or whatever? Compton. Or was it Compton or something? That's what I was Compton. talking about. And that shit, that, don't, that ain't a Drake album. I agree. Man, it's, it's not kind a Drake album. No. Nah. It's mastered well. It gets mastered well, but it's not. It's not a classic album. I don't know. Yeah, you got just... like four classic albums to the deck. Like him. Again, I grant it. When Ye produces himself, Ye is amazing. Mm-hmm. But I need my producer to make my other album, my album type two, man. I don't know, bro. I, I can't. I, I say I can't pick. I can't pick. <laughs> I can't and I'm a, I give the edge to Dre too, because like I, when Kanye's on his own stuff, like it's like like you said, those it's solidified classics. Like you can't. 
you can't argue those. But I feel like Dre, you know, like you said, NWA, Snoop. Yeah, his yeah, first album, two thousand one. If you listen to, to right, two thousand one is different. But if you listen to fucking the Chronic mm-hmm. and you listen to Doggy Style, mm-hmm. they moved. They took a lot of that shit from Doggy Style production wise mm-hmm. from the Chronic. It ain't like he yeah. came up. It wasn't like he was being super creative and shit. Like there was a lot of shit that got brought over from the two albums. Because let's keep it a bean. The Chronic is really Snoop's coming out party. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you but it still know? slaps. But from deep cover to chronic, we had a deep cover drink when the movie came out. Yeah, then you had chronic doggy style. This shit's it wasn't like he made some beats that were like, Oh, shit, this is way different than what I heard on this joint mm-hmm. in that era. It wasn't that, but yay, shit, it's different. Oh no, we 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 will never disagree that uh, Kanye's albums. That's why I kind of place my argument in the sense of, hey, Kanye excluding his own albums, other people's albums, because I can't compete with. I mean, Kanye's albums. I mean, no y'all know how I feel about Kanye and his albums. I like more Kanye's albums than you do, Nip, because you you yeah. trash on some of them. And I think well, it's I like all right. 808s. 808s can kick ass. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Thank you, your love like now. You love like now. Yeah. You, know <laughs> you, <go to> <laughs> you lose. <laughs> <laughs> you lose. No, it wasn't 808s. I ain't gonna lie. You know what? I can't say I can trash 808s. It's just a couple of drinks in that drink. No, that was Jesus. That wasn't that wasn't that wasn't 808. That was Jesus. When you're talking about when you took your first mile, you was running through the lobby. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, was yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you like um, The Strange? What, what song was that? It was The Strange Fruit? Or? Yeah, the, uh, they, they sampled Strange Fruit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, with Blood on the Leaves? We had yeah, Blood yeah. on the Leaves. Did you like yeah. that song? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I thought it was all right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to sit in the Drake camp. I'm just going to go with the Drake camp. I, as an artist, I like Kanye more, but I'm going to sit mm-hmm. in the Drake camp, man. Yeah, I got to say it, too, because I'm just trying to think of the Dre songs and stuff that he's worked on with other people. You got, like, California Love, the original, the remix. It's a lot of stuff out there. Like, I don't even know if I'm aware of all the stuff Dre's worked on, but I feel like when I hear it, it's like, damn, this is a slapping. Like, and you make an interesting point, Jason. You know, Kanye's great on his own stuff. I think he's good on other folks, too, but maybe not to the degree that Dre is. If you kind of stack all the songs next to each other. But like maybe Dre would have more success working with other artists than maybe Kanye did. So I think that's a good point. I'm leaning a little bit more towards Dre than Ye, but they're both the bomb. So I can't, I'm not hating on either one. Yeah, I can't pick. I ain't nip pick. <laughs> we try so hard to make Nip pick. Oh, that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to get Nip to pick so badly. I can't. <laughs> hey, I can't. I can't. I can't. I feel like I feel like I'm it's a betrayal either way and shit. Cause as a youngin, I was all West Snoop, like doggy stuff. That was my shit. Mm-hmm. But then when I got to college, and it was like, it's yay. It's like, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I just heard the song uh, Champion the other day, and I'm like, yeah, man, that joint still slams. Uh, the Kanye off of graduation, I think. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I did. No, no, no. Brought it back to the crib. Like that. 
who else is going to do that kind of beat for Kanye? Like, I'm gonna go know? with Ye because because Drake can't rap on his own beats. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'll put it that way. I'm gonna go with Ye because Drake can't rap on his own beat. And you can easily tell who's writing for Dre. Like anytime he's saying the rhymes, like it's like okay, yeah, okay, this is Snoop era Dre. This is Top Dog era Dre. This, this is true. Eminem era Dre. You like this shit. yeah. So that's I'm funny. About doing a DLC's uh, albums too. Damn, and DLC mm. was writing for him. Yeah, fuck no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look so, so that we ain't talking about best rappers, man. We're not talking about best rappers. You're right, but you got to be able to rap on your own shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that, is that the caveat you putting it down? <laughs> yeah, well, that's how I'm picking. You got to rap better on your own shit. And I think Dre has some production on the, some of the games albums. Yeah, here and there. Yeah, I think my favorite um produced game song though is uh, Timberland's "Jump." Uh, Put you on game. I love that beat. That beat is so yeah, hard to me. Go ahead. I love that one. Yeah. All right, man. I guess we uh we we've spoken our piece on Dre versus uh, Jay versus Ye. Now, yeah, you need to drop this Dondi album, and if it's shit slap, then maybe I'll re- I'll back up. But <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah, 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 maybe he'll tip the scales. That, if that's the what's to come, that snippet. Come on, bro. Yeah, back. You you, you, you you think it's gonna be hot, man? You think it's gonna be hot for real? If that I mean, snippet Dondi- is what we got to offer, if that snippet is a precursor to the shit that's really about to drop, that shit was hard, cuz. I gotta listen to it again. Wasn't it like a gospel startup, and then he's talking about like. It was a whole bunch of shit mashed together. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta check it out again. I, maybe I checked out towards the end of the commercial. I, I mean, see. you know what gives me vibes of? It gives me vibes of um, what was it? Was Saint Pablo or whatever he had? Life and Times of Pablo, or whatever the Yay yeah. album that one mm-hmm. that had Ultra Light Beam on it. Which mm-hmm. I like Ultra Light Beam. It's probably one of my favorite Yay songs. Mm-hmm. But uh, but that album wasn't it. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Don't get me wrong. It, it, but it, I don't know, man. Who are the classic? Well, we'll see, man. I, I just my expectations are low for Kanye. So, and I'm keeping it low because then if it do come out to be a dope ass album in the classic, I like to be pleasantly surprised. Rather than if I get my hopes up, yeah, and that thing ends up being some hot trash like Jesus and not Jesus with Yay and mm-hmm. what's the other one? Uh, God is King or whatever like that, which I got to put in a different category because I understand he wasn't trying to be in his hip hop bag. He was trying to get in his gospel bag. So, mm-hmm. oh, Jesus is I, King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. just gotta. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, man. I'm, his fingers crossed that Dondi is tight. Hey, how m- you think a uh, certified level boy gonna be better than Dondi? No, Donda. I'm not listening to that shit. Look here, man. What, 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 why do what features do you think Drake's gonna have? Definitely a little bit. Why Drake be why Drake and people top five, man? I have no fucking idea. I, I don't get it, man. How Drake is in somebody's top five, I don't get it. Uh, uh, if like, we're going overall stats, yes, but if we just talk about just rapping, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know how he did, man. Yeah, like now that I think about it, I don't go back and listen to any Drake products. Like I'll randomly go back and listen to a Wale album. I'll randomly go back and listen to a Ross album. I randomly go back and listen to a Redman album, a Snoop album. I never backtrack with Drake. Like if it's out, I'll listen to it just because it's out. I don't even want to out. name the buddy albums. 
What do you have? Scorpion. Take care. First joint. No, his first joint was. Scorpion, only Scorpion we recognize is Eve. Well, well what's the next one? I was gonna say Mortal Kombat. That's it. Scorpion's off of that joint. Uh, we're not going to do look, look at Chris. Don't don't feed into this nip shit. You want to feed into this nip stuff, man. We're not gonna do this, man. He got Spotify. He got iTunes. He could find a Drake album. We want it. We're not gonna do this, man. That's serious. Off the top of the dome, somebody was like, "Name three Drake albums. I'm gonna shoot your leg off." I'd be like, "Nigga, shoot my leg off." I don't know. <laughs> Well, yeah, okay. In that case, I couldn't name three Drake albums either. Let me see. Uh, Take Care. That was one, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I guess I could. Views from the Six and then Scorpion. Mm-hmm. I guess I could name three that I... If you're reading this, it's too late. Um, oh, I don't even know about that one. Thank Me Now or something. <laughs> Thank Me Later. The joint he did with Future that I like. Um, uh, I know the single was Jumpman. I think that Jumpman needs to go off. Yeah, Dirty Sprite. No. <laughs> Jump man, jump man, jump man. Yeah, that's that something. Drake wasn't on dirty sprites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Future and Drake did a whole album together. I don't know what it was called though. I thought it was but, dirty uh, sprite. Nah, no, nah. dirty sprite man. That's, that's Future's like on album dirty sprite. <laughs> uh, what else did he have? What was his mixtape called? Um, was I think it's what a time to be alive was the name, yeah, what a time to be alive or something like that, yeah, yeah, that's that's one of the future. Yeah, that was that was a combo. I ain't fading them, man. All right, Drake, I mean, go get your your money, dude. I can't fade them, man. Get your money, man. Let me tell you something. I talk a lot of shit on here about a lot of people. If I had a chance to change to switch lives, I'm definitely gonna beat them, niggas. Lord Hill, (laughs) Drake. All of them, I talk shit just because this is what we do. Shit. If you talk about trade live, who I'm gonna be? Oh yeah, go ahead. You come fix these fucking buses, and I'm gonna go out here and, and sip champagne and chill. You gonna go save souls, huh? <laughs> oh, Look, that's what Lauren says she's doing, man. Leave her alone. Oh, she's saving souls. Soul. You don't get the fuck out of here with that goofy ass. <laughs> look, 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 don't get him started again, man. He, he just called me. Look, like I'm trying to prime the, the motor. Shit well, the I know. <laughs> exactly man, let's close this thing down, man. <laughs> All right, y'all. This has been another episode. Glad it's your cypher podcast. Um, again, be sure to follow us on all the socials. Like, share, subscribe, and definitely comment. You know, we, we got our comments. We're trying to get some more ammo for our new segment where, where Nick uh fires back at the comment section and you know tries to give y'all his 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 two cents on what y'all got to say in there. So definitely provide us some more content uh with this one. Make sure you comment. Where we off about Lauren's verse, you know, did, did you appreciate it? Do you are you feeling her saving souls? Do you think she, her lateness is justifiable? Let us know in the comments. Um, but outside of that, we'll be here. Bright and early next week with some more music reviews and cultural takes. Peace out. Who's the man?